Hey, 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 Mr. Manly here with lesson number 463 in How to Be Manly. Father's Day is this weekend, and I was just talking to my father, and he said how disappointed he is with me because I've never married or had any children. He said any real man must plant his seed. Suddenly, I remembered when I was in college, I donated my essence to a sperm bank to get the money to buy my father a fishing rod for Father's Day. Now, there's some irony. So I went to the sperm bank to see if my deposit had drawn any interest. Perhaps there were little manlies running around. When I arrived at the bank, the nurse behind the counter was a seasoned yet attractive woman named Sandy. I inquired if my essence had gained any returns. She said, no, your essence was discarded. Of course, I asked why. She said it was substandard. In other words, slow swimmers. Well, that was a hit below the belt. Then Sandy said, don't despair. I know how you feel since I was unable to conceive. I'm reminded every Father's Day by dear old dad of his shame. Then Sandy said, let's go out tonight, have a few drinks, dinner, and see how the night goes. I was definitely in favor of that. She then said, by night's end, we'll have licked our wounds, cleared the docket, and leveled the playing field. Well, I knew how to respond to this and do so in a manly manner. If you ever find yourself in a similar situation, follow along in your manly manual, page number 463, and repeat after me. Number one, lick our wounds. Okay, I'll lick yours. Then you can lick mine. Number two. Hey, Sandy, with your docket clear, I have a subpoena for you right here. Number three. Shoo-wee mama, show me your playing field, and I'll level it. Soon after, as Sandy grabs you by your dockets and informs her father, who is a county judge that will be subpoenaing you on his own leveled playing field, and you'll be licking your own wounds in county jail, you'll realize just what kind of man you really are. Until next time, this is Mr. Manley saying be manly and good day. Breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Sunday is Father's Day. If you haven't gotten your dad a card yet, too late Nick Cannon's kids bought them all. Starbucks was found liable for wrongfully terminating one of its regional directors and will have to pay her over $25 million dollars. The company plans to raise the money by selling a dozen lattes. Once again, Sunday is Father's Day, or as Britney Spears and Lindsay Lohan call it, Sunday. Making sure breaking news stays broken. Tune in Monday for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. You're wrong, and I take no pleasure in telling you that. Good morning, I'm Rock 107's Prospector. Okay, maybe a little pleasure. Uh, you're wrong when you say there's nothing to do. Nothing to do in Northeast PA. Nothing to do around here. You're absolutely wrong. In fact, here are three cool things happening in Northeast PA this Father's Day weekend. Number one, Friday in Lackawanna County in Madison Township. It's comedy night at Curran Brewing Company. Right there in Madison Township, 7 p.m. live stand-up comedy presented by Steamroller Entertainment plus a food truck from two ways, one passion, Mexican-American food, and of course, all the wonderful brews at Curran Brewing Company. Details at www.curranbrewing.com. Now, if you're thinking, all right, Prospector, there's one. Hey, hey, number two coming at you right here, Saturday, Wayne County, Lake Ariel, Pennsylvania, the Lake Janeiro Fishing Derby and Cornhole Tournament. 8 a.m. fishing start, 1 p.m. cornhole start, campsites and glamp sites are available. 
It's bring your own gear, rent a non-power boat or bring yours, fish from the shore if you want to, prize given to the biggest fish, that's to be determined, and a cash prize given to the cornhole tournament winners. All ages are welcome. All right, prize picture you got two. What about the third one? Well, I'm glad you asked. On Sunday, in Lackawanna County, at Scranton, Nayog Park, the 29th annual Father's Day Car Show. Show starts at 8 a.m. in the morning, so kick your Father's Day off with a great uh, look at some great classic cars that he may have even owned at one point. Show cars are $15 day of show, $10 pre-registration. Spectators, absolutely free. There's tons of food, prizes, 50-50 trophies. It's a family-friendly event. There you have it. Three cool things happening in Northeast PA this weekend. The following rant may cause you to pull your hair out, scream at the radio, punch the dashboard. Complaints should be addressed to Loudmouth Yambag at rock107.com. Hey, happy Friday. I'm Rock 107's Prospector, and here's what's gotten me jacked. I'm a little sick of graduations because there are entirely too many graduation ceremonies. College, high school, junior high, fifth grade, eighth grade, kindergarten, preschool, training programs at work, diaper graduation. It's ridiculous. I mean, people graduating fifth grade? Are, are you kidding me? You got seven more years before you even get out of high school. At high school, that's not even that big a deal anymore. You got to go to college before you can get a decent job nowadays. Don't get me wrong. I don't have a college degree, but times have changed, man. You practically need a BA to get a job at BK. And I'm all for celebrating. But tossing out a gown and a ridiculous hat every time you're moved up a grade by an educational system too bloated to teach you anything is a little much. This constant celebrating of everyday accomplishments make actual accomplishments worthy of celebration and they feel a little hollow in retrospect. I think we celebrate everything entirely too much. Way too much mundane crap. I actually got invited to a graduation party for a dog. Yeah, a dog. Scruffy learned to stop dropping bombs on the carpet. Now they're throwing him a party. Are you kidding me? A little classical conditioning, and I would have stopped that crap in canine in two days. But hey, look, celebrate. Throw a party, grab a card, what have you. But count me out. I'll wait to celebrate the actual real accomplishments in life. You know, like when they fill a freaking pothole in the city. I'm Prospector. I'm for the people. Who's with me? I gotta, 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 gotta go crazy, man! Ever see the crazy guy screaming at the wall outside the Times building? Where does this rage come from, my son? Tweet us with hashtag I found Prospector and we'll come and get him. Prospector. Mornings on Rock 107. In a city known for its coal mines, where Scranton meets its match in culture, there lies a place of elegance, refinement, and art. The Everhart Museum. But something is amiss in Nayog Park. Breaking into the Everhart is going to be the heist of the century. We're not just stealing precious art. We're stealing the heart of Scranton itself. Now they're taking on their biggest heist yet. They've got one night, a thousand obstacles, and the eyes of the entire city watching. Get ready for Coal Mine 9. They'll face danger, they'll face the authorities, and they'll face museum curators. You there, where are you going? Hold on! Can they pull up the heist without a hitch? Will Scranton ever be the same? Will it take almost 20 years to catch them? You betcha. Coal Mine 9. 
coming soon to nowhere. Come on, who would show this garbage, really? Sometimes make your eyes roll, sometimes they make you laugh. I want to know about your Father's Day dad jokes. Good morning, I'm Rock 107's Prospector. Father's Day is Sunday. So how about those dad jokes? Every dad tells them, like, like this one. My grandma hates her new stair lift. She says it drives her up a wall. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff I'm looking for here, all right? That's what I want to hear. Your dad jokes. Clay says, what concert costs just 45 cents? Feature, uh, it's 50 cent featuring Nickelback. See? John, I used to run a dating service for chickens, but I struggled to make hens meet. That's what I'm looking for this morning. Uh, those dad jokes that we all know and love. Dave from Wilkesbury on the Rock Lines, Rock 107. You got a dad joke? Hey there, Prospector. I got a, a good uh, joke for you there. A good dad joke. All right, man, hit me up. Takes about five minutes to walk from my house to the bar. <laughs> but uh, it's 45 minutes from the bar to my house. Okay. The difference is staggering. Rock 107, you got a dad joke for me? Hey, did you hear about the scarecrow who won an award? I did not. He was outstanding in his field. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, man. What's your name? Bob. Bob, where are you from? Um, I'm Plymouth right now. Okay, well, I mean, that's where you are. Where are you from? I'm from Hanover. All right, there you go. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate it, buddy. All right, Prospector. Thanks. Yeah, no problem, ma'am. Greg says, uh, my wife asked me if I'd seen the dog bowl. I said, no, I didn't know he could. See? These great father's jokes, these dad jokes that dads always tell, I love them so much for some reason. Kareen, check it in on Facebook.com slash Angry Prospector. What do you call a witch on a beach? A sandwich. And Ryan, rest in peace, boiling water. You'll be missed. I know, I know. They're terrible, yet they're wonderful. Marty on the Rock Lines, Rock 107. Tell me your uh, dad joke, buddy. Hey, I wrote a song about a tortilla. Uh, actually, it was a rap. <laughs> Marty, are you a dad? Of course. I'm a grandfather, too. Do the kids like that joke, or do they like, all right, come on? Uh, they, my son is a spitting image of me. He loves it. We go back and forth all the time. That's the kind of stuff you like about these kind of dad jokes. They bring people together in that respect. Adam on Facebook.com slash Angry Prospector. What did the ocean say to the beach? Nothing. It just waved. Lauren, why should you always eat Eggs Benedict out of a hubcap? Because there's no place like Chrome for the Hollandaise. Yeah, I want your uh, fabulous dad jokes. Drew from Mayfield on the Rock Lines. What do you got, buddy? Uh, yeah, how you doing? Uh, here's a dad joke for you. Okay. Uh, this is a visual type. Uh, I go down the road. I go. I take my kids up into the country. They see the bells of hay up there. Right. And I tell them, I say, you know, those are illegal. They say, why? I say, because the cow can't get a square meal. <laughs> My kids hate me for that. Oh, I love you for that one, Drew. Are you kidding, man? That's great. John, a guy walks into a bar with a set of jumper cables. The bartender says, don't go start anything in here. And Dana, check it in. What did the mayonnaise say to the refrigerator? Close the door. I'm dressing. And now, mom thoughts. This Father's Day, I'm having the kids make homemade cards and homemade breakfast for my husband. I mean, seriously, let him suffer for once. 
This has been Mom Thoughts. What's a yam bag? A fool, an idiot, a blockhead, a dunce, or an ignoramus. You know, a dullard, simpleton, or a clot, nitwit, dipstick, pea brain, mouth breather, or cretin. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Yam Bag of the Week, as decided by you at rock107.com. Here are the nominees. Nominee number one. If you saw the Will Ferrell movie The Campaign, you know this. There's a scene where his character inadvertently punches a baby. It's meant to be funny, and it kind of is. But some moron did this in real life. A 26-year-old man in North Carolina named Rico Williams was arrested last weekend after punching a one-year-old baby boy as the mother and baby were crossing the street. The mom said she didn't know the guy. Thankfully, there were witnesses around, including a hero DoorDash driver who chased the guy down and subdued him until cops got there. Rico was charged with assault on a child under 12. The baby will be fine. He was treated at the hospital and released. It's unclear why the guy punched the kid, but he was arrested. He reportedly was incoherent. Nominee number two. There's a proverb that says, burn not your house to fright the mouse away. And it means don't take extreme measures to get rid of something trivial. A 22-year-old man in Indiana named Frankie Rosa was arrested last week after shooting at a mouse outside. His neighbors called the cops when they heard the shots and they saw Frankie squatting down in the front yard. Frankie admitted he was outside shooting at a mouse caught in a trap. Apparently, he caught the mouse inside, brought it and the trap outside, and shot at it. The mouse probably didn't need to be shot at at that point. But Frankie's in hot water because the neighbor says that he and his 8-year-old son were outside at the time he fired the shot, and he was shooting in their direction. Frankie was arrested for criminal recklessness, which is a felony, possession of a controlled substance, possession of narcotics, and dealing a controlled substance. Nominee number three. People put money in banks to keep it safe, but if you steal from a bank... You don't really have anywhere safe to put that money. A man from Minnesota named Alan Duncan was just arrested for a series of robberies in Chicago a few months back. He got away with more than $8,000, and for some reason, he left the loot in the getaway car, which he parked outside a homeless shelter. Well, that car was stolen. Police discovered it abandoned with the engine running and a door open. There were red dye stains from an exploded dye pack in the interior. Alan told police he'd loaned the car to some guy named CJ, and he'd never returned it. Police think that was a lie to cover up his robberies because Alan was caught on a recorded call telling his brother that the car was stolen when he got back into town and that he had $12,000 cash in there. Alan believes the thieves didn't know about the cash, which he had in a suitcase, but they did find it and took off with it. For now, Alan's only been charged with one of the robberies, but he's connected to the second one, and if he had $12,000 in the car and the two robberies were only about eight k it's possible there were other crimes. Nominee number four. Here's the story of a hot-headed Orlando police officer who decided that fleeing from a traffic stop at his own police cruiser was a brilliant idea. The man, Officer Alexander Shawnee, apparently was in a rush to get to work, was caught zooming down the road at a mind-boggling 80 miles per hour in a 45 zone. Seminole County deputies had to kick their engines into overdrive, pushing their speedometers over 90 just to catch up with the defiant officer. In a classic case of you can run, but you can't hide, deputies, not easily dissuaded, finally managed to pull alongside his cruiser, demanding he bring his wild joyride to a screeching halt. Joani refused to comply and sped off, but his hopes of escaping incognito were swiftly shattered as the eagle-eyed deputies quickly identified him through the distinctive number emblazoned on his police cruiser. He was slapped with a trifecta of charges, reckless driving, fleeing or eluding police, and resisting an officer without violence. And the winner is... The moron who was arrested for punching a baby. 
What the hell is the matter with you? You're the yam bag of the week and perhaps the biggest idiot I've ever heard of. Keep it here for all the nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day, weekday mornings on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.